Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Nothing is foolproof. Think seatbelts, sunscreen, and smoke detectors. But they do have one big thing in common. The pros of using them outweigh the cons of not using them. COVID-19 vaccines are similar. Some people may have side effects, but getting a vaccine outweighs the risks of not getting it. Rely on what works. Before you travel this holiday season, visit vaccines.gov for more info and to book a COVID-19 shot. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weeping, the weeping. Welcome to the Crotch Out Radio Show where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in the prepared to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from anybody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy-to-digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, I am honored, honored to have... One of the most patriotic patriots in the Patriot game, combat veteran, investigative journalist, the Honorable Joe Biggs. What's up, Joe? How you doing? What's going on, brother? Man, thanks for the intro. Oh, uh, you know, hey, you're, you're, you're I, I like to, I like to have people feel welcomed here because you know when you're here, your family, you know, hospitaliano like, uh, like the Olive Gar- or Garden. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> so. Um, let's jump right into this. I, I ask every patriot that I have on here, like uh, the base stick man, um, you know, Franklin Gonzalez here from, you know, uh, the Latinos for Trump. Uh, you know, Owen Shore, I asked him the same question. Um, you know, the, the, the many the many instances uh, that Trump supporters have been attacked by Antifa. When will it, like, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm I'm trying to incite any violence, but it like it, it triggers me when I see Trump supporters getting jumped, pepper sprayed, and, and all that. Where is the limit where it becomes it, it will we will have the moral high ground to actually defend ourselves? I don't know, man. It, it's it's weird. I mean, we've seen. Not only a decline in patriotism in our country, but we're seeing a decline in people who are supposed right wingers who are willing to stand up. Now, online, everybody acts like they're, you know, some yeah. badass. Everyone's like, oh, I'd go do that, or I'll go support this, or I'm going to the Bundy thing, or I'm going to this and that. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes time to fucking nut up or shut up, people don't fucking do it. 
So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of down and disappointed. I mean, we see the left turns out, you know, a thousand, sixty thousand people to events, and then the right will hold events, and you know, we get like three, four hundred people. You know, so I don't know if the right's even fully motivated. I think the right right now as a whole has become so complacent and way too comfortable in how things are. They don't understand that there's a culture war going on. There's a, a war for free speech. There's a war for our rights in general. Um, and I don't know what's gonna what it's going to take to spark something off because things keep happening. And I keep going, well, this could be the catalyst right here. Mm-hmm. Nope, nothing happens. Just complete and total silence. And, you know, a lot of people sitting around with their thumbs up their asses. So, I mean... I don't know what to tell you, man. I keep waiting. I keep thinking this is going to be what's going to piss everybody off and we'll yeah. finally get something done. And then nothing ever happens and no one ever does anything. They just get on and they make a Facebook post or they yeah. rant on Instagram or some shit. And I'm like, that's not going to do a fucking thing. I mean, look, I'm in New York City and the most the most really I, I do because, you know, I, I go to work. I don't I don't have really all the time in the world to go to go to rallies and, and, and anything like that here. And, you know, hey, this is a liberal city. I'm surrounded by them. But what I do do is, um, you know, I'll, I'll, of course, I'll wear a Hillary for prison shirt. I'll wear a uh, the Steven Crowther shirt. Uh, you know, <laughs> socialism is for fags. Yeah. And, you know, the oh, by the way, this is uncensored. You could curse. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, it's it's you know I I don't get I barely get any any uh, uh, reaction, you know. Of course, you'll get the people that look at the shirt and they'll like give it a dirty look, but you know I I don't get much. It could be my brown pride or 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 stuff like that, but um, you you know what um, but uh, like you know the the, the frustration that like. You know when you when you watch the news and you could tell that they're obviously lying and you know you have all these you know people that that spread that lie and it's like it's so easy to debunk. Have you ever come across people that like that pretty much say when you try to tell them that they're like oh just um, like fuck freedom of speech fuck your uh, you, you, oh goodness what am I trying to ask you I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, when people try to debate me or get in my face or say something like that, mm-hmm. you know, typically, um, you know, if you don't know about something, just be honest. Like, you know what? I'm not really up to date on that that specific topic, but I can tell you about this. Yeah. And you go into that. But, I mean, if someone gets in your face and they're, you know, yelling at you and all they're using is fake news talking points, that's why it's good before if you're going to be someone that wants to go out there and, and, and have these conversations to be knowledgeable to read books, to to listen to other people's ideas. That's why it's imperative for us as a nation to listen to opposing ideas. I mean, I, I've read, uh, you know, books from people that I do not agree with, but right. it helps me understand the way the left thinks so I can then understand their thought patterns and then can kind of make educated decisions and, and, and uh, you know, uh, prophecy, so to say, and guesses, educated guesses based on what they're going to do because of the people they look up to and read and understand and connect with. So that's things that, you know, that we have to do is we have to become very educated, not only, you know, on our side of things politically and how we see the culture and how, how we see things should be, but we have to understand the other side's point of view as well. Um, because if not, you're just, you know, getting into a, you know, one-sided argument and really at the end of the day, nothing gets done. It's just two heated people screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and you both look like, you know, you know, idiots at the end of the day. So I think I always tell people, you know, go find someone that you don't like and try to have a conversation with them. Um, watch shows, um, that you don't agree with. Like I watched that Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, show that Netflix has. And I literally, I mean, I wanted to vomit, but I learned a lot from it because I learned that these people believe this crazy shit. And then what it does is it, I, I go, how can they believe this? I know this to be false. So then you get on and you do your research and you find the truth to those answers. And then that's another great conversation. You know, when you go out and about and you run into people, you know, like people always want to talk about the there's 50 something genders. And I mean, it's just like, no, have you ever had a kid? 
Uh, well, no. Well, I, I can tell you that, you know, 16 months ago I had a baby daughter, and when she popped out, the doctor had two boxes he checked that said, boy or girl, that's it, you know? Well, uh, now that you bring up your daughter, do you feel like there is a war going on for, like, the spirituality of, of children in this country? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I think there's a war on for sick, demented, older people's fetishes that are, mm. you know, discussing human beings who should be shot and killed. Um, I think there's a lot of bad people out there that want to do a lot of bad things. As far as spirituality, I don't know. I mean, that that's something that's, you know, that's a household thing. That's a, a parenting type deal right there, in my opinion. I mean, no outside religion that I've ever heard from other people um, growing up as a child ever affected the way um, that what I heard, you know, growing up in my home, but that I can only speak to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, are you are you a religious, uh, gentleman, Joe? Am I religious? Yes. Um, I mean, I'm, I believe in God. I believe I'm more of a a deist. I believe oh. that there is God and God created Earth, but there's probably a bunch of other shit going on, and that's why right. things happen. I don't believe that. You know, when everyone's like, "Well, everything happens for a reason." So you're telling me that God let all these Chilean miners die and, you know, they, all these kids get raped by this pope or something like that or cardinal or whatever the hell they're called. I mean, that, that for me, it's just a, a difficult thing to, to fathom. doesn't mean I'm right or wrong, but right. that's just my belief. And the founding fathers were Deedas as well. Right. I mean, because the, the reason why I ask is because, um, you know, I, I a few weeks ago, a month ago, I had uh, Pastor Dave Grisham. He was the the pastor that uh, confronted that uh, drag queen uh, book reading and I asked him that same mm -hmm. question if you know because it's it really just seems like you know things are getting darker and darker and they're, they're attacking like the left is trying to indoctrinate children into into a lot of, into basically sexual a, a sexual lifestyle. I mean, but, but think about that. Yeah. That's a child that has no rights per se, mm. and that those drag queen story hours are what at a public library. A library. Right. Those children are not forced to be there. Those parents made that decision. That's why I said everything that happens at these young ages, if it's indoctrination, all that, that's happening at the parenting level. Mm -hmm. You know, for the most part, when they're that young, and 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 if you're you know, because your child is going to come home from school, and, and if you've ever had kids before, if you know someone that has a young kid, they ask a lot of questions and they talk a lot. And like my friends who have kids that are, you know, like maybe five to eight years old, way more talkative, they always come home and ask questions. The teacher said this, and then I'll hear them go, your teacher's an idiot, your teacher is stupid, um, and this is the actual real answer, and that's wrong. So it's a parent's job to counter that BS and to make sure that they have that quality time with their children um, and, and really pay attention to what they're doing that way that that liberal indoctrinate or indoctrination that's happening in schools um, because most teachers are liberal let's be honest yeah yeah um, that's why I said it's up to the parent to make sure that they're keeping a good you know solid uh, you know bit of ethics and uh, leadership and morality and um, and, and if religion is going to come from anywhere, those parents need to be the one to help kind of guide their children in the right way. And then at the end of the day, we all know when a kid grows up, is he's going to make his own decisions as an adult. But hopefully as a parent, you've done the right um, thing and, and, and given your child those building blocks to make great decisions as uh, when he or she gets older. All right. What, what are your plans for your, for your daughter, if you, if you mind me asking? I, I do, at a young age, you know, like now she goes like on Sundays and stuff like that. And she goes and plays with little kids. Mm -hmm. And she needs that human interaction with other babies and things like that. That's great. But, I mean, to be honest, I mean, when I was young, I went to um, a Christian academy. And then I homeschooled. And then um, I took college courses. I joined the military. And then I went back to college again. Um, but when I went in to college, I didn't have that, you know, liberal glaze over my eyes that a lot of these other kids had, mm. and I was able to kind of get a better, better education, in my opinion, so my plan is to kind of, you know, hopefully homeschool her some, and then she can play sports, you know, and things like that if she wants, because that's what I did, 
same thing Tebow did. Tebow was freaking homeschooled, and he played sports in the local high school and shit like that. And But that's just something you can do in Florida. I don't know what it's like in other states. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, man, these, these education systems out there, they're cesspool, man, for ignorance and retardation. And I just don't want my kid to grow up to be a fucking, you know, uh, purple-haired retard. Right. I don't want to have her so many piercings all over her body. She looks like a goddamn fishing lure that someone <laughs> could throw off the side of a boat to catch a shark, you know? Yeah. Or gator, one of them gators. Yeah, yeah. Um, goodness, well, goodness, I had the question right at the tip of my tongue. So, um, well, in Florida, I mean, not to not to talk crap about Florida, but you know, it, it is pretty ratchet out there. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, some areas, yeah, like like the the East Coast, the South Side, like from you know, like Broward County, Coward County, that yeah. place is a shithole. Um, in my opinion, um, you know, like Miami Day, that whole area is, it's all shit, man. It's pretty fucking bad. And then you have like a lot of old people uh, in the middle of the, in the middle of the dick. Uh, I call Florida the dick, you know? Yeah. In the middle, there's a lot of, you know, crazy rednecks and shit like that, but they're all cool people. And then the, the West Coast is mostly, you know, like old people with a dash of young, attractive young women here and there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got family in Port St. Lucie, and, and, and they're pieces of shit, uh, every single last one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, ugh. like, uh, yeah. Ah, they don't listen to the show. Yeah, my cousin, she came from my other cousin's uh, Sweet 16, and she's, like, dressed like a hooker. I'm like, dude, really? Like, how you have half your chest popping out for, for young, they, they're young boys here. And yet I'm the dick for pointing it out, but okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it goes. Like I said, it goes back to parenting again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got, I got. Oh, don't, don't shame your cousin. Like, you, do, do, what? Okay. Well. So, um, going. Uh, so, uh, uh, I, I, are you gonna, are you gonna be going on CRTV soon? Yeah, I have been. I filmed a few yesterday. I've been posting videos like crazy. Oh, really? I've been. Yeah. Are you gonna? So right now, I'm right now. I'm only going on as a guest until we get the uh, ins and out and financial stuff mm-hmm. squared away for the shows that I'm going to be doing that I'll have as my own. But right now, I'm just going on as a like a, a you know subject matter expert. Okay. Uh, whether it be on border issues, military. Um, and, and terror attacks and things like that. So they kind of have me as a, a standby guy. And, you know, some days I film nothing. Some days, I, like yesterday, I filmed four times. So yeah. it just really depends on what show or what they want me to do. Are you you're not, Are you sure you're not Jamaican? You're working so much. <laughs> My wife's Guyanese, so I'm, oh, well. I guess I got some Caribbean in this. Well, you got it by injection. So congr- yeah. congratulations. So no, um, okay. And if you don't want to answer this question, I totally understand. But this so is so has something to do with Infowars, then. Yep. Yeah. Get possible. <laughs> what happened? Um, Alex and I do not have the same beliefs on a lot of things, and uh, you know there was things that he wanted me to report on, and there's some things that. I wanted to report on that he didn't per se really have interest in. And mm-hmm. there's things that, that, that he wanted me to do that I didn't believe in. So I think we just had some clashes for a while. And then we just kind of came to a mutual agreement that, you know what, it was fun while it lasted, but it's time to move on. Uh, are you comfortable with, uh, what were the, what were the things he wanted you to do that you weren't inter- You weren't jiving with? No, that's why I left. But what, like, what specific, like, stories? Eh, that's another, that's just one of those things. I'd rather be a gentleman and take the higher road, in a sense. All right. But just say we had some disagreements on things, and it is what it is, and there's a lot of gossip that spreads, and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of bullshit, but at the end of the day, I mean, I still talk to him. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't dislike the guy and shit. I mean, fucking me and Owen talk quite a bit. All right, and uh, so I don't have any issues with anyone there. I'm actually just, still pretty good friends with most of the crew. Oh, it's just creative differences. All right, that's cool. Yeah, because it's like one day it's like you're you're there, you're one of the main guys, and poof, like 
And now you're starting RogueRight.com. Yeah, my buddy had to own that name, and he had a, he just had a, uh, a domain that he bought that was just sitting around, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm mm. going to take it and use it for a little bit. So, and, I mean, I took some time off because I, to be honest, man, you can't get a job anywhere in media, really, if you've ever worked there. Right. I mean, it, it's, com- it's a complete and total career killer. So, I mean, for the last year, I've really had to just kind of take a back seat and work on some other things that I want to do. And spend more time with my daughter you know Mm -hmm. i've had money saved up from the military and all that so i've kind of just been doing my own thing and now i'm at a point where everyone's like oh yeah you're joe biggs that reporter guy used to be joe biggs conspiracy theorist website um you know alex jones's guy and then anytime that was in there no one would ever take me serious so Mm -hmm. i kind of had to disassociate myself just so i could kind of get back and actually do some things so I mean, uh, I mean, well, I got I got into this, you know, because you know I am a nine eleven truther. Are, are you? Um, do you subscribe to nine, the nine eleven conspiracy theory? Oh, I think there's some definitely some weird shit about that. I mean, yeah. to tell me that that many coincidences happen in order for that one event to happen, and I'm just supposed to go along with that, it's a little weird. Right. And it's funny. The first time I ever. I never even heard of conspiracies, really. <laughs> mm. I mean, I, my dad was in the military, and my brother, and my grandfather, and all them. And they were all in, and uh, you know, we grew up in a family where it's God, guns, and and you know, the American military and family, you know. And uh, I remember my first deployment to Iraq. I went to this bazaar, and the bazaar is like a what would you call it? Uh, kind of like a like a yard sale, you know. And uh, we're out here in the middle of the desert, and I buy what I think is going to be the Jean-Claude Van Damme DVD, um, you know, some kick-ass action movie, and it turns out it was a loose change. Ah. And I'm in Iraq, and I kind of get red-pilled watching that, and, you know, I'm sitting there watching this, and then I start getting mad. I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Mm -hmm. This makes no sense, because a lot of this shit makes too much sense to me in this video, the way it was broken down. And that's kind of what set me on the path to really for the first time ever understanding what true freedom was as an American to have that ability to question your government and, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. I've actually had Corey Rowe on the show. Who's that? The guy that made the movie? Yeah. One of the, one of the three guys, it was Jason Burmis, Corey Rowe and, uh, goodness. And I'm going to, he's going to, if he finds out, if, uh, Dylan Avery. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, right I've, I've had like I've I've met those guys before, you know, they they're cool people. Um but uh so but uh, yeah. as far as uh, do you believe it's a lie hop or or my hop? Do I believe what? Do you believe the 911 was uh they let it happen on purpose or they made it happen on purpose? I don't know. I well that that's a that's such a hard thing to ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, or or to to really answer I mean, if you watch a lot of these shows or shows or read the book, like The Looming Tower, uh, written by uh, Ali Soufan, he was an FBI um, counterterrorism guy who was kind of doing the investigation leading up to the 9-11 attacks. Um, there was a lot of information that some people knew um, that these guys were coming into the country, mm-hmm. uh, Muhammad Atta, and there were some people that, you know, were out there busting their ass trying to keep it from happening. I think you had some dirty players that new things were happening um, for for political reasons. They could use that as a way to motivate the country and and get funds because they know we make a lot of money in war. Um, And I think that, I don't know, it's hard to say. I mean, like I said, there was too many coincidences for anything to happen. I don't think it was a full-on government thing, but I think there were some key players Mm -hmm. that knew and allowed these things to happen and kind of turned a blind eye and uh, and really helped facilitate this entire thing. It's really just pretty fucked up and disturbing. Right. So um, back back to your daughter. Are you going to vaccinate or or no? No, we haven't. So. Why why not? Well, you know why? Well, uh, ah, goodness, why can't I? I can't. Like you know when you have so many thoughts in your head. Fighting to fighting for supremacy. Yeah, that's what's going on right now. Like, not, like why? Like what? Uh, 
uh, like why haven't like what what is your reasoning for not va- vaccinating? There you go. <laughs> um, well, I've seen a lot of documentaries and I've met a lot of uh, mothers and fathers who have um, had those uh, adverse reactions with their children. Mm. You know, and and for me, it's kind of do I really want to take that chance? You know, and when I think about it, I don't, I don't really want to. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, mm-hmm. my child to never grow up and, you know, have the joy of, you know, falling in love and getting married and having their own family and, and you know, and, and setting goals and accomplishing them. You know, I don't mind taking care of my daughter for the rest of her life. But, you know, if, if I could make sure that I take every possible chance that, she can do that on her own and she can learn um, and grow up and, and, and kind of explore the world and find herself on her own. I want to make sure she has that ability. And if she gets autism or something like that happens from one of those vaccines, I mean, that would just, that would kill me mm-hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a parental choice um, to decide whether or not that happened. And if, and if she had an adverse reaction, I think that would just, that that drive me insane. I don't think I could live with myself. So I asked uh, Owen this question, very serious question. If if you weren't a married man, um, Linda Sarsour, um, Alexandra Ocasio Campos, and um, uh, uh, um, uh, Stormy Daniels, mm-hmm. sex, marry, jail. Oh man, I was hoping I was gonna be killed, but all right. Well, I yeah, I, I the the original was killed, but you know, Owen was like, "Oh, if I if I answer that question." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> technically, I guess you're right. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll call it jail. Jail. Uh, See how I look out for my peoples. <laughs> well, I guess sex would be. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Stormy Daniels and Mary would be Linda Sarsour. And I say that because that way I can keep a close eye on that fucking snake bitch. And then jail, we're locking that socialist bitch up. Oh, wow. Okay, so Owen Owen said he would jail Linda Sarsour. He will have sex with Stormy Daniels just to get it out of the way, and he would marry. He would marry uh, 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 Ocasio Campos, so that way he he could, he thinks he could change her mind. There's no change in that mind, but yeah, I mean whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna marry Linda, and I'm gonna be like, I'm, I'm gonna have bacon in her food. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you make me breakfast? Fuck yeah, we're doing sausage with bacon, Roger. <laughs> And then we're gonna go to the beach and no hijab. Yeah, she does. She does look like she got some nice body under that, though. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm not, not even doing it for the look. Oh, you oh. keep your friends close and you keep your enemies closer. No, oh. this is this is a strategic marriage. No, oh, okay. I don't want her going out and setting up some fucking jihad or something like that. I want to keep a close eye on that lady. Oh, okay. But with you, you and, then, can't, you and can't. then when I find her damn sat phone that she's got hidden, she's talking to the Taliban and shit. I'm gonna hand that shit over to the FBI, and then she's gonna get locked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but the, this is just hypothetical. If you weren't a happily married man, <laughs> um, oh, what else? Uh, so what's the name? What's the name of the new show gonna be on on CRTV? Oh, we don't have a name yet. We don't have a working title. It's right now. It's basically the, what the show's going to involve is outdoor stuff. I'm a big outdoors guy. I like <laughs> hunting. I like wildlife conservation um, and things like that. So I'm going to do a show that kind of talks about a lot of that stuff. And then we're looking at me doing shows um, that are veteran um, based. So things that you know have to deal with veteran issues and. Um, interviewing um i want to do a show it's going to be called resilient where we interview some of the most badass uh soldiers and marines and you know and uh and navy people and air force and all that shit and uh hear their stories and you know of war and all that 
So there's a few things that we've got lined up. And then um, the other side of it is we want to start doing some documentaries, and I'm going to host some of those. Have you met uh, Michelle Malkin yet? No. No. All right. <laughs> um. So whether so what are you doing now? Until like, are you uh, are you doing any live streams and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I I just started like about a week ago. I've been making a little bit more videos, just trying to get back in the flow of it. Like I said, I took some time off because I've been with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I've got my daughter for two more weeks, and then she's going back to Texas with her mom because her mom's got to finish her job up at Facebook. Oh. Um, and that's not until January uh, when that ends. So she's going to go back down there with her, and then after that I'll be filming and traveling a lot more. I'll be in studios and all over the place by then. But right now I'm just kind of finishing off my last bit of time as the dad you know, the everyday stay-at-home dad. Well, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you know, every, every you know, all the girls that I know that didn't have a dad, they, they grew up to be crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Yep. That's one. <laughs> um, So, speaking about, well, you were talking about how your, you know, wife and Facebook. Have you thought, of, have you heard of, about Steemit? People always tell me about different sites, but no one really ever goes into the details. And the thing about the sites, mm. you know, I, I understand everybody's got some new site and everyone's sick and tired of being censored and they don't think they can get their messages out. But you got to remember, um, not too long ago, there wasn't a thing called social media. Mm-hmm. And that was within that was in my lifetime. Yeah. So we still got information out and we still talk to people. Wait, and we were still wait. able to share ideas. But that being said... It doesn't matter what program anyone comes out with. Facebook has billions of people. Mm-hmm. Twitter has millions and millions, and maybe even a billion. I don't even know how many they have on there. But nothing can compete with that. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. I mean, and it, you would have to convince that many people to pick up and leave off of something that they've already learned to use over the years mm-hmm. and uh, expect any of those websites to work. I mean, until then, these small websites that pop up are just going to be echo chambers right but you know they, they, things always change I mean look what happened with uh, MySpace you know yeah, my, you MySpace know. was the biggest one at that time and another guy came around with a, a bigger and better idea that's what I'm saying a bigger and better idea is going to have to come across and a lot of these new sites that people tell me about every time I go to them I'm like it doesn't navigate as good there's not an app for it I mean, right. you, you've got to beat a lot of these things. You've got to be able to to have the videos. A lot of these don't even have, you know, a way to upload videos. So how can you expect that to compete with Facebook? Um, they don't have live uh, video, yeah. uh, an option to do live video. So you can't, can't compete with Periscope, or which is Twitter and, and Facebook Live. So really, at the end of the day, it's going to take somebody with some backing and money to create something that's ready to go, that's not going to have any bugs, and it's going to have a similar interface and, you know, platform that's going to be able to transition smoothly from something that people are already used to. Well, I mean, uh, with um, with uh, Steemit, I mean, they have this site called DTube, which where, where you know, you upload videos and you can earn crypto with it. Um, you know, the, the Hodge twins are already on it. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, um, Adam Kokesh. He has videos on DTube, and I mean, you could you could see that they're earning money on it already. And there is a streaming option there. It's called um, let me let me get you the name of it. Um, where is it? Where is it? I know I have it saved here. Um, it's called DLive. You go to DLive.io, and they have a streaming option. True, they don't have like a mobile app yet. But you know, the more it, it it is a decentralized version. It's like it's it's on, it, it it's on it's basically built on blockchain technology. So that way, and people you can't get banned on it. There's no you know there's mm. no one could down no one could uh, make your make your stuff dis- disappear. Yeah, they'll probably be able to like leave you negative comments, but who cares? You know, you can't get banned. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I you know, I, I currently use it as a backup in case, you know, they want to, you know, uh, uh, censor me or, or delete me. You know, there, there's... I think the best thing the right, that could ever happen to the right is for the left and the tech companies to censor all of us. And then they should kick us off every platform. And I mm-hmm. say that because, like I said earlier in the beginning of the show, the right's become extremely complacent and lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to make people revert back to the old ways of actually having to go out and talk to real people. Right. You know, and, and not trying to, you know, make some little fucking post so you can get cool lights and then you go home at the end of the night and everyone goes, look how many likes my post got. Instead of actually having a conversation with people uh, and creating a buzz and, uh, you know, working something out to help and change, um, you know, your actual overall environment. You know, yeah. people want to bitch about laws and stuff in their state, but what are they doing? Nothing. Exactly. You know, I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the left is at the the left is out there at the polls. The left's out there getting involved in local government. They're the ones out there fucking running for judge and this and that. And you know, if you want something to change, remember we didn't have social media not that long ago, and we did just fine before that. So let's just say fuck it all and let's go back to that way. And while social media is here and we're not censored all the way, well, we can use it as well as a cool tool. But people need to get back in that mindset of yeah. this is pretty new, really, in the sense of things and the scope of uh, um, our lives. It's not that big a deal if we lose it. And I think we'll do better if we do. I, I agree. I mean, you know, all these all these uh, going to these rallies are all fine and dandy. But I say, you know, start flooding city council and start, you know, yelling at those people. Yeah, you got to. You know, because, uh, you know, you're right. They, the left goes out there and they start spewing, you know, all this nonsense about, oh, you know, they didn't respect my, my pronouns and there's always a new pronoun every day. I, I mean, I was doing an interview earlier today on a, on another podcast and, you know, there's always these new sexual these new sexualities coming out. Like, you know, these people want a title without having to go to college. No. They're like, Are you a doctor? No, I'm a I'm a pedosexual or I'm a I'm a demisexual or you know, it's just you know, it's just all these terms meaning, you know, you're 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 a freak. But. I mean I've I've I haven't lived back in Florida for mm-hmm. you know, I've been here for about a month and a half, two months now. And in that time I've already gone to local Republican meetings, and I've I've gone to other types of like conservative meetings to get um, the opportunity to meet with like-minded people. I've been going to to bars and different events and finding people um, that have the same similar ideas as I do, and I do that by wearing like a Trump T-shirt or something. Because you'll automatically divide a room in half in this in today's day and age if oh, yeah. you wear a Trump shirt. You'll see who is for you and who the fuck's against you. And the ones that are giving you the thumbs up or coming over and giving you a high five or shaking your hand, those are the ones you want to talk to and ask them if they're local. And get their name and phone number and email and all that. And you go, hey, dude, I'm going to add you to email list, and I want to get together a bunch of people, and I want us to start talking about you know, the issues in our town and mm-hmm. what are we running on and what, what's coming up to vote for. Do we want this? Do we not want this? You know, And then find people that you could put into office and elect those people and get power um, and, and make real change. And that's what people have to do. You know, you could sit around yeah. and make witty posts all day. Right. But Jesus, you're just being a fucking keyboard patriot and that ain't shit. Amen. You know, I mean, you know, the, you know, the, the, there's a thing that I'm planning on doing, but it's more trolling. But I think culture jamming also works. What do you mean? Um, you know, like wearing a going going to like a like wearing a Trump shirt and going into like a a liberal bookstore, you know, just to get a reaction. Yeah, I mean that's good, but, but I mean, like I said, if you're going to do it, make sure and when people do it, make sure you actually you know are up on your your actual knowledge and stats mm-hmm. because they're going to boo you and you're going to go, why are you booing me? And they're going to go. Well, Trump's sexist. And then you go, well, this kind of disproves that because he's actually hired more women than he has men or something like that. You know, you need to have facts ready. Right. Um, and, and be able to counter whatever mainstream talking points they have because that's all they do. Most liberals are parents. They, they see something, they hear something, and they repeat it word for word. They don't have really hardly much in a um, 
an original thought, so to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you because you uh, earlier you mentioned, you know, you read you read the pretty much the enemy's propaganda. What books? Or what would you suggest would be good reading to understand, uh, you know, the left? Well, I'd say the first one to start with would be um, Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky. If you really want to understand this new progressive left mm-hmm. um, rise of Antifa and, and how the, the left stream media really pushes their agenda... You need to read that book, Rules for Radical, by Saul Alinsky. I mean, it, you read that, and you, you read what he's written, and it'll all make sense. You go, wow, this is why they're saying that. It's not because they're stupid. It's because this is an actual plan that they have. And at the end of the day, you realize they're not that dumb. They're actually, some of them are pretty smart. But they have a criminal plan. You know, they're, they're criminal masterminds. You know, you know what we're seeing right now with this whole this whole Russia collusion bullshit mm-hmm. is in fact the Hillary uh, campaign and the DNC and the Justice Department at all levels were colluding with Russians to help stop Trump become the president, and then they couldn't do that, so now they're trying to frame him for other stuff. Mm-hmm. So in in rules for radicals and, and and what Solinsky believes is when you're the one that's doing wrong, you just automatically blame your opponent for doing the exact same thing. It takes the heat off you. And you just put it on them, and that's all they are doing. Oh. It's so, a trick. It's 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 a it's a playbook in the in the in the left's uh, you know it's a play in the left playbook. So basically, they they're doing they uh, that old saying. Uh, people usually accuse you of what they are doing themselves. Yeah, and that's where a lot of that came from. Yeah, and, and Saul Linsky was the guy that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton looked up to. So these are your two prominent people on the left, uh, or the you know Hillary and, and Obama, and they both read that same playbook. Goodness, I should go run to to <laughs> Barnes and Noble right go, now. No, go 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 buy it tomorrow. It's probably ten bucks, and it's about as thick as an iPhone. It's not very thick, um, like maybe an iPhone with a case. Not a very big uh, book, and then read. Uh, um, what is it? Media control, uh, media lies and control. I think something like that by Noam Chomsky, and that really breaks down the the leftist propaganda and how the left controls all this media and how they use the you know the government and all that to push and the media to push this narrative all over to really control minds and and dumb people down and and get them to follow like sheep. Um. Uh, uh, well, we don't got much time, but uh, if uh, uh, can you take calls? You want to take some calls? Yeah, we can. All right, guys. If you guys want to call in, the number is three four seven nine two seven six eight two four. That number again is three four seven nine two seven six eight two four. If you guys want to ask a question to to Joe right now, um, yeah. So as we're waiting, um. But do you have like any other books? Uh, the, like we got rules for radicals and media lies and control. Like what books? Um, another, another good one is good as, uh, uh, Art of War. Oh, Art of War. Oh, yeah, I've read Art of War. I got I got the the graphic novel. <laughs> Alright. That, that's always a good one. Yeah, the, I got the graphic and also the other one. Um, it was. Uh, let me see. <laughs> I have it here. Oh yes, it is the uh, the book of the five rings. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't have them all unpacked yet, but you're kind of cutting in and out right now. Oh, Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. I've got all my books still in boxes. Um, oh man, what's going on? So, let me see. I've got a bunch right here, but I'm sure. Oh, yeah, like Guns, Germs, and Steel. That's a good book. Uh-oh. Okay, this... Yeah, hold on. Let me... This thing is always messing up on me. And for all you conspiracy guys, I'm sure uh, you've read Behold Pellet Horse. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got that one, of course. So, spe- well, speaking about speaking about uh, um, William Cooper... 
Have you seen that video of William Cooper exposing Alex? No. No? Oh, wow. No. You know, he had... Really I'll be honest with you, man. Like I said, I never... I never looked into this kind of stuff until, you know, I started working there with Alex. I mean, I was more political. So that was a whole new kind of aspect of thing when I got there was being kind of thrown into that atmosphere with that type of conversation uh, going on about stuff. Uh, so, you know, I, that's stuff that I started looking at um, once I got hired there. When Alex was talking about bringing me on the show, um, that's when I found that book. Both um, I read that um, about a month before I moved down to Austin, Texas, and started working with them. All right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, like there's like you know, it's it's you know, I don't want to talk bad about Alex, but yeah, I've I've there there are many stories that have come out like uh, you know Jack Blood who used to work on Alex's network. You know, never heard of him. Never heard. Wow. Um, you know. Some other, some other stuff, some other shady stuff, but you know, whatever. <laughs> no. No. What's going on with this stupid thing? Yeah, I'm having some technical issues with this right now. Uh, goodness, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Skype, the Skype demons. Trying to find out about your show, but people fuck for some reason. It's kind of funny. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, uh, Joe, is there anything you wanna you wanna promote? Um, yeah, go check out CRTV if you haven't already. So pretty awesome lucky people on there, really great content. And uh it's definitely uh, worth a shot. Um if you like patriotic t shirts, go check out some shirts that I made. American dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh that is a uh, better known business all um, you know, ex you know, Army Rangers and Marine Recon Cyber guys and stuff like that. And uh it's pretty cool patriotic and military uh gear. I got one shirt on there that I made that says make horrible fiction again. Which is really good. Just the, the joke. Ah. I'm sorry, Joe. This the the, the audio is starting to crap out on me. It's all good, brother. You can always do it another time too. Yep. Thanks for coming on, Joe. If you ever want to come on, just let me know and, and you know, you have an open invitation. Alrighty, that was uh, Joe Biggs. Check him out at roguerite.com. Uh, like he said, he's also going to be on CRTV soon, so be sure you get your subscription. Um, like to like to end the show with um, with uh, with the song, uh, the Trump song. Where is it? Uh, music. Hmm. Where is it? Ah, here it is. The MAGA song. And we're gonna we're gonna close out the shoe. Come, you gotta come legally.
All the boys for Trump, yell a mega. All the girls for Trump, yell a mega. All the veterans for Trump, yell a mega. Stand up, get the mega, yell a louder. Make America great again. Make America great again. Make America great again. Great again. Great again. Make it great again. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. 